Welcome to Leading with a Braveheart, a podcast that helps professional women build the confidence to lead with their hearts, to lead with confidence and compassion. I'm Michelle Johns, and my mission is to help you find yourself and stop fixing yourself. I'm so happy that you're here. Now, on to the show. episode, I'm going to talk about one of the hardest things that first-time leaders face, suddenly becoming the boss of your peers. Sometimes it's becoming the boss of your friend or the opposite of that. Now, firstly, don't avoid it. That is, don't not take the leadership role because of this. You want to be a leader and this is your opportunity. And it it might seem a little hard at first or overwhelming that you that you need to have those awkward conversations with people that you are peers of at the moment, but eventually that'll be in the past and this period will be over and it will seem so long ago and it won't seem as bad. Now, I know it's easy to say that, but I know people that avoid stepping up into those roles because of these hard things that we need to do at first, but they only need to happen once and then you can move on and they make doing those harder things a bit easier each time you do one. Now, the other thing you don't want to um, avoid is those conversations that you need to have early on. So you've been promoted into that role Um, You went for the role, perhaps a couple of other people in your team also went for the role, and now you're the leader. Don't avoid those early conversations. Now, the people in your team, they might be willing to avoid it too, but it doesn't mean it's not on their mind. It doesn't mean they're not talking about it while you're not around, but likely after a while, if you don't bring it up, they may, and you want to be um, on the front foot, if you like, or maybe Um, be prepared for that or the best case scenario is don't avoid it and you know have that conversation early because if you avoid it it will keep coming up for you you'll put it out of your mind for a bit you'll go through a couple of weeks you know those things that keep popping up and it'll come back into your mind and you think oh I should have had it by now oh no is it too late and it can get to a point where it really holds you back from being the best leader you can be or it can make you feel overwhelmed it'll turn into something that you will um, kind of feel like why did I take this role I'm really not enjoying it so it's important to have those conversations up front and reset the relationships as early as possible. And that is resetting from being peers to you being the leader and the team, the, the rest of the team being your team members, I guess. Now, the first thing to do is have the conversation one-on-one before having your team meeting with everyone together. So have those conversations first with each person separately and then have your team team meeting I guess in those one-on-ones you can ask very open-ended questions just to um, get started like how are you feeling about me being the leader of the team Um, what 
what's needed for us to work together in this new way. And in these meetings, also walk through each person's role and ask ask them where they need support and how you can help them to do their job really well. And avoid having those um, conversations about whether the other leader that was in before you did what they wanted. Just start from where you are. So make it about what is it that you do in the role? Let's go through your job role. So I understand which parts of your role you need support from me and which parts you you don't need support or what can I do here to make sure that you're doing um, the best job you can do, I guess. Now, if you're hearing comments around the office or gossip that others are not happy with you leading the team, have that conversation. Exactly like I said, I've heard comments around that perhaps you're not happy with me leading this team. Would you be willing to have a direct conversation with me so that you can voice your concerns and we can find a way forward? In a non-defensive way, this is where you need to let go of the ego and put yourself in their shoes. Um, There will be a situation that if you understand that somebody may have gone for the role that you've got and put yourself in the shoes that perhaps that could have been you. If they got the role, how would you be feeling? Would you be feeling like um, you should have the role, that you were the more um, equipped for this role, you were ready for it? Um, Or did you not like this person and think they're, they're not a great leader? So put yourself in their shoes and have those conversations. Now, some ways to have that conversation is just, just be real with people. Um, don't put up a facade, but actually just, you know, be yourself and agree a way forward. So having those early uncomfortable conversations, letting go of your ego, asking questions about how they feel about you becoming a leader, putting yourself in their shoes and, um, and understanding where they're coming from, if you like. Now, you can go a bit deeper than that, and I'll go a bit deeper than that with you. So in that initial phase, go on a real discovery exercise. Just listen to how your team are feeling. If you have friends in the team, put some extra effort into attempting to treat people equally or fairly, if you like, by consciously checking in with yourself. Am I... um, giving someone special treatment here because I'm actually their friend and I think they're better than the other person and so on. Try to let all of that previous um, idea or the previous view you had of the team, let that go because that was your opinion of them as a friend or as a peer as well. Now you're a leader and you need to do your best to let go of all of those preconceived ideas, if you like, or all of the judgments that you already have. Because some of the way that your team have been interacting or working was the dynamic, the the old construct, if you like. The old construct where if you look at the team, there was a leader and it was someone else. And then all of the people that you were peers with, if you think of it in your head, it was a very different construct. And now with that leader not there, give each person in the team a new fresh start. 
you won't know what kind of conversations they were having with that leader or what their relationship was and why they were playing a particular role in the team when you were their peer. Now you're the leader, you, you've got an opportunity opportunity to reset that, to look at how that construct will be with you as the leader. So letting go of all of the um, judgments that you previously had and letting the team um, have a fresh start, if you like. So in this discovery stage, ask a lot of questions, whether that be what they need from you, what their thoughts are about your appointment. Like any relationship at work, um, the one thing to look out for is if you don't already have the trust, they may not actually share their true feelings. Because remember, you're the leader and you can be quite influential on their career. So it doesn't mean that they will necessarily um, listen, uh, be honest with you because they haven't they haven't got that trust with you as their leader or even did you even have their trust as a peer so you might need to do some some trust building exercise there another um, I guess avenue to take or 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 way to set the scene or let things play out is provide some space if you're managing a, a former peer who um was really in a position they went through the interview process like you did and they they really had as much chance as you did about getting getting this role then give them some space um they'll be it'll almost be like grieving the fact that they didn't get the role so giving them some space to um, grieve that, but then creating a new space for them to show their showcase their abilities and help them potentially with a future promotion. Now, if you were the person who didn't get the role, um, and there were two people that went for it, you might think, "Oh, wow, this is going to be another two years till I until I can get a promotion." So they may be in that situation. So they may actually the best thing or support that you could provide them was actually helping them to support them and motivate them to go for the next leadership role rather than say, okay, I'm the leader now and you, and you will need to sort of stay at this level or continue to do this job. Maybe there's chances to give them more responsibilities to showcase their abilities. And again, this really takes a lot of letting go of your ego because you want to prove yourself as a leader, but you also want to give them an opportunity to prove themselves so they get the next promotion. And that sometimes is a better outcome because if you've got two people who are ready for a promotion and one ends up getting the leader role, the other person, the natural thing may be eventually for them to find a role quite quickly earlier in your tenure. And that shouldn't be a reflection on you. And just be honest with yourself. If things get too much or they're not tenable, think about how you can how you can help people with how they can move on or, or, or yourself if things get really hard for you in a role as leading your friends or your peers. Think about how you could use that as a stepping stone to another role outside your organization or it's outside your your team or department. And before you 
you sort of go down that path, don't feel you have to do it alone. Lean on your leader. They've put you in there, but they they will recognize that you need some support early on. Lean on people that you trust. And it could even be a HR department. If there are things that are, are not going so well, you may need to call on the the HR department to help you in some spaces, there's some areas. And also let go of the need to get everything right. You are going to make mistakes and that's normal. You're not going to be perfect at all of this at first. So let go of that feeling that everything's going to go easy. All those conversations with people are going to go amazing. They're not. They're going to be awkward and uncomfortable. And, you know, this is part of becoming a leader. And the final thing I wanted to mention was go back to basics. Take the time to articulate what kind of leader you want to be. Make sure you've got all of that sort of built up. I like to use a leadership manifesto like who am I? What do I stand for? How do I want to be known as a leader? And have all of that done before you go into the role, before you have those conversations. And be able to articulate to your team members your values, the vision you have for the team and what they can expect from you and how you like to work. And that will really help them to decide for themselves if they want to work for a leader like that or if they want to support you through that because they hear great things. So I hope this episode helps someone who's stepping up into their first leadership role and now they feel a bit more confident with what to do first with a team that used to be their peers or perhaps what what they could do in terms of having that conversation early or maybe going back to working out your values, whatever it is. I just hope it helps you with a step forward and not to avoid those early conversations and not to avoid going for the role if you're thinking about going for a promotion. So I hope that helps. Have an awesome day and I'll catch you next time.